0: You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I just wanted to interject my own little two cents on the issue of when to return, when to reopen the country after this virus. I know a lot of the, let's call them the uh, sane media. <laughs> is saying it's all about testing, testing, testing. And they are continually criticizing the administration for not having the tests up to snuff to begin with when the virus hit, but also for not having it up to snuff currently. But I wanna draw everyone's attention to the last time Dr. Fauci was permitted out of his cage to speak at one of the circuses uh, that Trump performs daily before the media, where he said he contradicted the media in their over overemphasis of testing and the importance of testing in order to be able to open up. But he said it very cleverly and he said it in a way that I think we should have paid close attention to. He said that testing is important, don't get me wrong, I'm not understating the significance of testing. But he said this. He said, how long is a negative test good for? I mean, if someone wants to go into work and you're going to test everyone before they come into the office or to the place of work, you know, you test them all that day, and okay, the the people that don't have it are allowed in, but what about tomorrow? I mean, how long is the result good for? And how, well, that doesn't even... That begs the question, how automatic can you get the result? That's another issue to begin with. But um, Assuming you could get some sort of automatic test that shows, you know, like a pregnancy test. (laughs) Well, how long of a delay would that take you to to start working that day anyway? You got to wait 15 minutes to get a result? I mean, think about the absurdity of this all. But anyway, um, we'll get to some of the absurdity in a minute. But... My thoughts on the absurdity of the testing and the the things they're talking about doing. But first, as a as a precursor to even talking about testing, when everyone goes back, as Dr. Fauci said, how long is the test even good for? Really, only then he said. So, what are you going to do? Test them every single day, everybody that we send back out of the world, or once a week? So. This concept that everyone just keeps repeating like parrots. Testing, testing, testing. It's all about the testing. We just need to know the testing. Look, the testing's important so that we understand better how much of the virus is out there and how many of the people are asymptomatic from it. So they could be carriers and spreading it even though they're not sick. We do need to step up the testing. But... I want to say this while I'm talking about that issue is I don't want to get a test and I'm asymptomatic and I think I'm fine and I haven't gone anywhere and I've been doing the lockdown, you know, 1000% having my groceries delivered here and everything haven't been to a grocery store in over three weeks now. Um, so unless I've picked it up off one of the packages that came here, which I'm also very careful about opening and cleaning and all of that. Um, I I don't have it so I don't want tested So if i'm going to have to be tested how often just to go out into the world I'd rather not go out into the world if I don't have to I mean i'm doing my job here from home just fine You know, I don't have a need to go out there into the world And if you're going to tell me that I have to and I have to be tested every single time I go out into the world I'll I'll say no. Thank you. I'd rather stay home the point is can we force people to take tests all this talk about testing well testing who the healthy people why should healthy people be tested because we need to know if they have it and are just asymptomatic and then how do you go about testing all these healthy people now if you're going to make people go back out into the world yeah you don't want sick people going out into the world so then it's basically we're forcing everyone to be tested or we're not going to let them back out into the world you know But how much of an inconvenience are we going to cause and how can you even do that? How do we how do you know who's been tested and who hasn't unless you have the testing set up at the entrance place to buildings where anyone's trying to go in? Or what's the alternative? Have them at the exit place of everyone's home, of everyone's neighborhood community, of everyone's apartment complex to have what, like the National Guard set up there with testing kits and you don't get to leave until you've been tested What I'm saying is, anybody really thought this through? When they say testing, 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 it's all about the testing. Are they thinking about the logical extension of that insane kind of overkill of the fucking testing shit? Shut up with the fucking testing already, is my point, okay? Now listen. (laughs) There, I said it. Shut the fuck up with the testing shit, liberals, okay? I love you. I love you, lefties. You're all cool with me. But shut the fuck up with the testing shit, okay? Because look. If we haven't had enough of it, here's where, I, here's where I'm concerned about the testing. We've, <laughs> we've had a jump in our cases in my county recently. Just yesterday, they had 60, we were in the 20s, 19, 14, 17, I think one day, and all of a sudden, 62 new cases. But they explained it in saying, this is due to a number of factors. One of the factors is they're including probable cases now not just confirmed. Why are they doing this? Well, I saw Dr. Burks in the circus show on television. Explain that a bit. They're trying to get all the counties and states to get their numbers as close to reality as possible without testing because they don't have all the testing to do that, right? So instead of like trying to test more people, or forced testing that they don't really have the capability to do of tons more people just yet, still, because they're incompetent. Um, <laughs> see, there's a, I'm sorry, to, to, real quick aside. There's a difference between criticizing them for not having the testing available, which is valid, versus this idea that everyone should be tested, which is insane. Okay, that's my opinion. So, what they want to do is get the, the numbers more realistic. Juice them up a little bit, basically, through What they'll call probable numbers, probable cases, and they define it, for example, in our county as people who've had symptoms consistent with COVID-19 and had close contact with someone who is a confirmed case. But my question is, why would such a person, somebody who is in close contact with a confirmed case of the virus and who has symptoms, why would they not be tested Why did they have to just be a probable case? Why did they slip through the testing crack? Is it because they no longer have the symptoms and we didn't find out that they had symptoms until later and now they're better. So there's no point in testing them. So we'll just call them a probable case. Or is it because we don't have the tests to test them and they have symptoms, but it's not bad enough where we need to know exactly what they have, but they're sick. And they're close to someone who has it, and we just want them to isolate, and we don't want to bother to test them? Why not? Don't you think that person would want to test? Look, I know that if I get sick and start to feel sick with symptoms consistent with the coronavirus, I'm going to want to test. And I can't imagine anyone who wouldn't. Don't you want to know if you have this damn virus? Now, they don't have a cure for it yet. They don't even have a really good treatment for it yet. So maybe you don't really want to know. I don't know. Maybe you don't want it to get out. Maybe you don't want to be ostracized and thought weirdly of by your friends and neighbors because you're like a walking virus person. I don't know. But my, my, my assumption would be that nine and a half people out of 10 who started to get sick would want to get a test to see if they have this virus. So the probable number confuses me. For example, our numbers that went up 62 cases just yesterday—they went up that amount because it included these probable cases—and now they're saying of the total over, I think we have a thousand and thirty-five cases right now in Allegheny County. They said 16 of them are probables. How did they get 16 probables? Why aren't they all confirmed? I. I'm confused by this. So Dr. Burks talked about wanting the states and counties to basically juice up their numbers by including people that probably had it so that we get a more realistic view of how wide the spread is. But I don't understand how you could find probables and not have tested them or not want to test them or not get them tested. That's concerning to me about the testing. If you want to talk about testing concerns, it's of People that are sick that can't get a test, in my opinion. Now, if you want to talk about reopening and testing the healthy because we don't trust that they don't have it or we don't trust people in telling us whether or not they're sick and they're going to want to go out and partake in life even though they're sick and they're going to lie to us, so we need to test them, then we have an issue. Then we have an issue. How can you do that? Everybody's talking about it like it's a no-brainer. Everybody's saying testing, testing, testing. But how exactly are you going to carry out testing of the mass popul- population that you reopen in a way that doesn't violate their civil liberties or otherwise inconvenience them to the point where they aren't want to going to want to go out? And how often are you going to do it? Every single time they leave their home, every single time they enter a building once a week, how ironproof or... You know how how secure can you be if you only test once a week that's a week long of people interacting in that office space and out in the world and they haven't been tested now I guess if you're testing everybody within a week you can then isolate and and so on and so forth and so you're going to have outbreaks that occur during that week but you can put the clamps down on it when you test a week later I guess that's the thinking but just think for a minute, people, about how inconvenient that's going to be. And and it's not about, oh, my life will suck. Oh, that'll be inconvenient. I mean, just how cumbersome. Let's put aside whether or not Trump has the test, whether or not it's all their fault and they don't have enough tests and all that stuff all the time that everybody likes to talk about. You know, I'm not letting them off the hook by any stretch, but I'm just saying, okay, okay, we get it. We get the blame game. It's fun to blame. Right, right, right. Whatever. Let's talk about reality and carrying this out. okay? And I don't mean if we rush it and do it too soon like Trump wants to do or if we do it in a realistic manner, I'm saying Whenever we do it, how do we carry this out? And the testing, testing, testing bit is scary as fuck to me. I'm sorry. And as long as I'm healthy and stayed away from people and don't believe I have it, I don't want to be tested. And forcing me to be tested on a regular basis in order to go out into the world is is a very problematic thing to me personally. I don't like the idea of it. And doing it to everyone, the entire country... As they go out into the world on a regular basis, it just seems unmanageable to me. I don't know how you do it. So I go back to Dr. Fauci when they let him out of his cage and he spoke briefly before they spanked him and, you know, uh, electroshocked him and shot him with a taser and put him back in the cage. The last time he spoke in, in the circus. Now he speaks on TV a lot. He gets out, he sneaks out and, and does his little discussions on networks and things, but. You know, at the main show that our clown president puts on, he doesn't let him speak very often. And when he does, he cuts him off and makes him real short and says a brief, brief, a little brief introduction. They're really putting the clamps on him because he's a man who talks truthfully and honestly. uh, And he's been through a lot. And Burks is way better at bullshit. And she's a political appointee of this president. So she's really good at, you know, being she gives me the creeps. I don't like her. Sorry. She's a doctor and she's all right. But I mean, you know, I don't like her manner I don't like how politically correct she handles everything. Oh, and by the way, the clown prince started using uh, politically correct instead of social distancing. He's talking about a political correctness. Now, he's trying to morph the concept of social distancing, which is a scientific concept designed to stop disease into politically correctness like it's just some mannerism or choice of social behavior that's you know debatable at best as to whether or not you know it's valid i mean it's 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 really offensive but anyway fauci said it isn't just about the testing because how good is the test for like now that's all it's good for now But then he said, I'm not saying testing is important, but, you know, let's not go, you know, the testing. And then he said the testing problem, it was about a coordination between the government that has the test, the federal government or the people that have made the test, created it for the federal government, syncing that with the needs that come up in the different areas. And there hasn't been a seamless good match of people who need getting hooked up with people who have the testing stuff. So – He acknowledged a problem with the testing, but basically was saying it's not so much that we don't have the tests. It's that we can't hook them up. We don't have a good system for making sure the tests are disseminated to the people who need the tests, which is a different kind of testing problem than we don't have any tests. And then there's, of course, the clown prince saying. You know, we were left junk on the shelves by that black man. That should be lynched black guy. I'm allowed to say this. I got away with it. I can just be a blatant racist all the time and everyone thinks it's fine. That black man left us broken things on shelves, a few of them at empty shelves, dust there was cobwebs everywhere. It's so insane. It's so it's so awful. He needs to be immediately cut off. No one needs to broadcast him ever again on these conferences. Just just broadcast the doctors. Don't don't broadcast Pence either. I don't want to hear him. I don't want to hear anybody that's dressed in a military uniform. I don't want to hear from anybody. I don't want to hear from Pompeo at these conferences. What the hell does a Secretary of State have to do with the fucking virus? Nothing. Shut the fuck up. Shut him up. Just show the doctors thank you very much. Cut off anyone but the two doctors. And there's only two that ever speak. I don't want to hear the Surgeon General anymore. He's a goofball. I don't want to hear the uh, FDA guy. Uh, I don't like him at all with his weird beard. I don't want to hear these weirdos. Just the two doctors, Burks, who still gives me the creeps, and Fauci, who they never let speak anymore. That's it. So it'll be a very short broadcast. You'll pop in for Fauci's two minutes that they allow every two days a week, and Burks, who they pretty much force up there every day because she's a robot, and you'll just have to cringe through her graphs that she never explains well. And that's it. We'll watch that, okay? Okay. But back to the testing, what Fauci also said was not only did he say it's not just about testing, not only did he say the testing problem is really about syncing it up and getting the test to the right people, but he said it's an issue of social distancing and the measures that we're taking now and timing and when we do this. He snuck that in before they ushered him off the stage in handcuffs. The point is... Although the media likes to say it's about testing because then then they blame Trump and it becomes a focus on Trump again. The real issue is when do we open up? And here's where I differ from probably everybody, and I have no basis in science for this opinion. This is just my opinion. I don't like the idea of opening up when there are any new cases in an area. For example, Allegheny County, we've had a pretty good show here. Now, granted, we're, we're two weeks away from May, so we, we still have some time here, but we've done pretty good with, uh, with the virus. Started pretty early. Only have 1,035 cases total as of today. And that includes new probable cases added. But But we still had 26 new cases today. We had 62 yesterday when they jumped it up for all those reasons. But we've been averaging right around the 20 range, right around the 20 range for about five or six days now, other than that one day where they jumped up. Well, that's way too many. Uh, we're in lockdown and we're doing it well and we're still getting 20 cases, new cases a day. Well, where are they coming from? And this is just in one county in Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania. Well, my point is this, you know, I... I think everybody wants and should want before we open up and go back out there to believe that the virus is gone, not just that it's contained, that it's still spreading, but it's spreading at a much lower rate. So what? I mean, okay, if you say we go out there and we wear masks and we social distance and we test periodically, the spread will jump up a little bit but it'll still stay reasonably contained. I guess that's the strategy most people are thinking. Let's start back while the virus is still spreading, but spreading at a rate that is not that bad. And when we start back, let's do so with social distancing and that'll keep it in check for the most part until we get a vaccine. So we're going to accept and live with a year of spreading this thing intentionally by going back out into the world because of the economy uh, and having people die because we're spreading it uh, for a year, but trying to keep the spread in check. Think about that. That's what really people are talking about here. They're not talking about that it's safe to go out. They're talking about going out and knowing that it's still out there and knowing that it's still spreading, but that it's spreading at a rate that we can live with. And going out there and just trying to be safe from it as you live your life, knowing that it's out there until we get a vaccine. And then everybody, what? Crams the store to get a vac- I mean, think about that, too. How do you get this vaccine in the middle of a pandemic when it's still out there? How are we going to disseminate the vaccine? The rich people get it first, the famous people get it first. Everybody that was just on our TVs last night and together alone, together at home, home alone, together to the sequel. They Those people all get the vaccine first because they sung poorly for us on television last night from their homes, dressed in sweats. So therefore, let's give them a shot. I mean... Where the rest of us who sat there watched them, well, you'll just have to wait your turn alphabetically like we're waiting on checks still. People are waiting on checks and they're talking about opening up. It's funny when you think about it. The vast majority of the country has not gotten their money yet that's supposed to help them through the shutdown. And Trump's talking about opening everything up. (laughs) What a joke. So. The vaccine, when it comes about, is going to be a whole nother issue, a whole nother fiasco and how we handle that. But I want to come back here again to when we go back in the first place. Are you okay with the concept? Donald Trump is and lots of his protesters are because they don't believe the virus exists because they're dumb. I don't think I bet you Trump still doesn't believe in the virus. (laughs) I bet he doesn't. Who knows? Who knows? But. Okay, let's assume you're sane and you're reasonable, and you and you believe the deaths you've seen and the testing and all that, the results and the numbers. And when are you okay with going out there? Uh, and what my, what I come back with here's where here's where I come up on the issue. Now, maybe in cities like New York and New Jersey, and people that had such a big outburst, uh, this is impossible. But here in the Pittsburgh area, what I think is should, might be possible, and I want to wait for it, is a week, seven days, no new cases. That's what I want to wait for. Now, can that happen? Well, look, if we're all locked down and we're all social distancing at home, why are new cases happening? Obviously, people aren't listening. How, how do we keep spreading this virus? Now... I have a hint. It's called the frontline people, the workers, the doctors, the medical personnel, the food prep people, all the people you're relying on and I'm relying on right now that are still out there in the world. Guess what they're also doing? Yeah, they're spreading the virus (laughs) because they're not at home. So these great, wonderful people, and they are, and I'm not besmirching them in the least, but they're also helping to spread the virus because they're not at home. And that's why we continue to have new cases every day, because there are people out there still doing stuff. Because if everybody really was at home and social distancing, you're not going to spread a virus, except maybe in your house. So my question is this, when we still have virus cases new every day, double digits in any area, why do you want to go out there? When you know that it's the people going out there and these are people that hopefully are being very careful, the medical providers, the food service personnel, you got to hope they're wearing gloves and masks and being very careful while they do their jobs, but they're spreading the virus still. Now you're going to send every Joe Blow out there into the world with virus still spreading out there, although at a lower rate, you're going to send us all out there, put us in mass and tell us to stay away from each other and that's going to be okay. Those 20 cases a day that we have right now in Allegheny County are most certainly going to jump back up into the 60s and then who knows where. Just from sending people all back out there again and telling them to act just as carefully as we're telling the doctors and nurses and so forth to act. But it's not exactly shutting it down to zero, is it? No. So what do you think it's going to do when the number of people out there functioning in the world? Grossly gigantically multiplies. What do you think is going to happen to the number of daily case, you know to that number? So what I'd like to do here in Allegheny County, in my little section of the world, where we've done pretty well, and we're down into the range of about 20 cases a day right now I'd like to see where we stand in May, but I'd personally want to see seven days in a row, at least one solid week, of no cases, no cases. And no, I don't want them coming into our homes and testing us all. I just want sick people who want a test to get a test. Anybody who thinks they might have it and has a legitimate reason to think that, who wants a test to get a test, that's what I want, A. And B is I want none of those tests coming back positive in my area for a week. And then I'll believe the virus in my area maybe is gone. And then when you send us out, you send us out in mass though, and you send us out to social distance and you give us some form of periodic testing still just to make sure it doesn't come back. Or we think it's gone because there's been no positive tests in a week, but it's probably still out there. So you send us out there with mass and social distancing and periodic testing so we don't help it come back in a major way. But as long as we're getting daily new cases of any number, why go back out there? I mean, I guess the economy is really important and all that, but I mean, really, honestly, is it impossible to get daily new cases down to zero for a week anywhere, everywhere? Is that an impossibility? If people really listened to the lockdown theory and stayed home, and if the doctors and nurses really got the PPE they needed, And if the testing is done that is needed for people who want tested because they don't feel like they might have it, and if the food prep people and so forth that are out there with the indispensable businesses are behaving appropriately in terms of wearing masks and social distancing while on the job, isn't it possible, isn't it believable that every area could get to zero new cases every day eventually here? I mean, it doesn't have to spread, does it? If people are being, they're taking precautions. Now, I guess, I guess the answer is, well, nobody's ever going to be perfect. You know, there are always going to be a couple goofballs out there. There are always going to be people who make mistakes or slip up, even if they are being doing the right thing. They're going to still make mistakes, and so the disease is still going to spread here and there. I guess, I guess. And as I said, I, I wholly understand how it might be completely unreasonable to expect some areas that have had extreme amounts of, of the disease spread to ever get to zero until, until a vaccine, to ever get to zero in terms of daily new cases until a vaccine. But in my area, where the spread hasn't been that gigantic, where, where in all this time we only have just over a thousand cases and, and the daily spread is down to about 20, is it unrealistic? To say, don't send us back out there until the daily spread is zero? Is that absurd? Isn't that what we all want? Can't we wait just a little bit? Now, if we get down and it's five cases a day, five cases a day, five, seven cases a day, four cases a day, eight cases a day, five cases a day, and that goes on for two weeks, then you, then you might just have to say, look, we're not going to get to zero, We're not going to get to zero. We've been riding single digits now for two weeks. We're not going to get to zero. We can't kill this thing off completely in terms of new cases before we go out there. We got to get out there now. Okay, I'll accept that. But all this talk about setting dates for when we go back before we have the cases down even close to zero is ridiculous to me. And testing is okay. Okay, I get it. But look, if you're sick, you should get a test. So we should think, we should, we should have reason to believe that the confirmed cases via testing number is getting slowly but surely close to the accurate number of people who actually have this thing. Now, the non, the people, the fact that people can have it and have no symptoms, the asymptomatic people, that's the concern. And listen, right, that's why when we do go back, even if the daily new case number is zero, we need to test. Because maybe it isn't zero, we just got some asymptomatic people out there. And maybe when we send them out there, they're going to spread it, so we want to know about that. Right, I get that. But even before all that stuff, and all the over-testing stuff, and the testing, testing, testing crap, how about we get the people that are sick, and knowingly sick, and tested confirmed as sick, down to zero, or as close to zero as possible? How about it? Why did we do all this? Why did we cost all this money? Why did we shut everything down if we're gonna send everyone back out there when the numbers are still double digits every day? Every day, new cases, double digits, every day. Does that sound like a safe environment to go back out and live live your lives in? So once, since we've taken such extreme measures to do all this social distancing and stay-at-home stuff, don't you think we owe it to ourselves? To this whole notion to wait until the daily new case number is as close to zero as possible? Again, I'm not a scientist. Maybe that's a pie-in-the-sky idea. All I know is the numbers have come down to some days in the teens here in Allegheny County. And this is only uh, April 19th. April 19th, okay? So that means there's 11 more days in April before we even get to May which means it's very easy to say two weeks from today, right? It would be, what, May 3rd, I guess, something like that. I haven't looked at the calendar. May 3rd, May 4th, something like that, two weeks from today. Let's see what the daily case numbers are. The daily case count is two weeks from today. And if it's still 15, let's not talk about going back. Let's not. Let's give it a couple more weeks. I mean, I think we should all be worrying before we talk about going back to work, And before we overkill all the testing and the testing that's going to be required when we go back to work and the insanity that that's going to cause, why don't we just talk about let's get anyone tested who has symptoms, let's make sure that our confirmed cases via testing and the sick number is as accurate as possible, and let's get that thing down to zero if we can. Let's get that number down to zero if we can or close to zero as we can in any area before that area thinks about opening up. Now, to me, that sounds logical. And again, I'm not saying that once we get there, then everybody just goes out, we open up the gates and we just go back to life as normal. No, I'm saying that I think to be really secure and safe and feel good about not having a second wave. The second wave is generally the most deadly in any kind of pandemic. And it's because of the carelessness of people and the overeagerness of people to just think that it's gone now. So let's not make that mistake. And let's be, in order to prevent a really devastating second wave in the united states in addition to globally why don't we try to wait until the daily number of cases in any particular area that might open up is as close to zero as possible for a week and then after that when we do open up we still assume it's out there assume there are asymptomatic cases out there that we don't know about so that the number isn't really zero it's more than zero but we don't know about it because there are asymptomatic cases and when we go back out we still do it with masks with social distancing practices and all of the things that we do and with some form of periodic testing that's what i believe that before we get to the you know living your life with social distancing out in the world before we get to the periodic testing testing, testing, we get the known confirmed tested cases down daily to as close to zero as possible for an entire week. That's my rule. That's the Ray McLaughlin, Chancellor Pink, hope, dream, wish, pie in the sky rule. I think every county, okay, if you really want to break this down, let's break it down to counties, And let's say before any county should open up, before any state should issue any order relaxing the lockdown in any county, that particular county should have a daily new case count as close to zero as possible for seven days. That's my number one rule. And to me, that's more important than testing, 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 because I'm not talking about testing everyone yet. I don't think we need to do that yet. I think we need to test the people who are sick, every single one of them. And the probable case count bothers me. The idea that we're saying they probably have it, although they haven't been confirmed. Well, why haven't we gotten them confirmed? Why haven't we gotten those people a test and confirmed it or not? You know, I I don't like the concept of probable cases. I think you need to know anyone who probably has it you need to give them a test and find out if they have it that's the testing i want done now i don't want joe blow like me sitting at home tested i don't need a test i don't want a test i know i don't have anything i know i don't have an asymptomatic version of it because i've been staying home i've been being good i've been doing the social distancing to the extreme extent i'm doing the right thing i wish everybody was doing what i'm doing I don't think any of us would have an asymptomatic version of it. We don't need tests then. So I don't think this idea of just breaking down our doors and testing everybody makes a lot of sense in that respect. But I do want these probable cases to go away. And I want everyone who probably has it to get a test so that we know if they do have it in fact or not. And we won't have to use that stupid word probable. And I want that taken care of immediately with respect to the testing. I want the testing to be available to anyone who thinks they might have the virus and has enough things they can recount to their doctor where the doctor agrees and the doctor then prescribes a test. You tell your doctor X, Y and Z, the doctor thinks, yes, you should get tested because we want to know if you have it. It seems like you might let's get a test let the doctor make that call i want that to happen at a hundred percent rate and then i want every county in the fucking united states to be as close to zero new cases a day for an entire week before any county in the fucking united states starts to go back out their doors to work and then when they do it i want them to do it with social distancing masks and periodic testing that's what i want That, I think, is a simple, straightforward way to prevent a second wave and a wave of death from taking over this country. But to me, it starts with getting the daily count down. And I don't hear anyone talking about that. I hear them talking about the deaths. I hear them talking about flattening the curve with respect to the deaths. I hear them talking about the hospitalizations. I hear them talking about the PPE and the PPE and the PPE. And I hear them talking about don't wear a mask that's a PPE that the healthcare worker needs. Wear one that will kill you because you're not a doctor. We don't care about you. I hear that a lot. I hear them talking about testing, testing, testing way too much. I hear them worried about the testing, not having enough. I hear the fucking testing shit all the time. What I don't hear is people talking enough about the daily new cases confirmed of this virus, getting them down, down, down. The new cases and getting them down to what number before we go back. I don't hear the clown prince or doctor Burks or Dr. Fauci or any of the talking heads on the media. I don't hear about I don't hear any of them talking about. What is a daily new case count number that we will accept as, okay, it's time to send everyone back out into that number? We've got X amount of cases every day still. Get to work. Get out there in the world. What is that number where you're going to lift up the gates and say, we accept that as a daily amount of new cases And yet go back to work and get out there and into that, into that spreading virus that continues to spread at X cases a day. Get out there and get to work into that mess. What is the number that these people are okay with? I told you mine. It is zero. (laughs) I want zero for seven days. I want a week of zero. And even I said, well, maybe that's pie in the sky, and if I see two weeks, two weeks of five, four, eight, seven, six, five, seven, okay, then I will accept we ain't getting it to zero. We are not going to get it to zero either because of the healthcare providers and the food care workers and people out there that continue to spread it by accident or otherwise, or because we just it's somehow just gonna spread and we oh oh people aren't obeying it that aren't those people. They're not staying home good enough. That's another reason it could still be spreading slightly. You know. I will accept after a couple weeks of single digits that maybe we can't get to zero and that we have to get back to work and get on with things. So okay, maybe under those circumstances I would be okay with a particular county, and I'm talking about anywhere in the United States, a particular county sending people out there. But un- you know, until you get get two weeks of single digits that don't seem to be going down I want zero I want one week of zero before any county in this country opens back up that's what I want now these states that they're saying according to current uh, projections could open up on May 4th They were saying one of them, for example, is West Virginia. What are their daily new cases now in West Virginia, in particular counties? Are some of them zero? I mean, I just want to hear someone talk about that number. That's all. I wanted to make a podcast on this because nobody's talking about the new daily case number, which to me is the most important number. Deaths matter, too, and the death rate. That's very important. But how many new confirmed cases of this virus are we getting every day? That, to me, is that's the climb. You see those graphs they put on? The Burks in all of Republican glory, puts on the straight climb up. You know, the graphs that show what COVID-19 does in comparison to all the other diseases and what it did in New York and New Jersey compared to all the other areas. Do you, you, you see how that's straight up like? It's like a roller coaster climb before a big dip. You know, that's the new cases. That's the new daily cases. That's the key number the spread. Yes, it's important how deadly it is. Yes, it's important how many people need a ventilator and do we have enough of that? Yes, it's important how many doctors and nurses and do they have their equipment? Yes, it's important we need to test more people so that we understand where the virus is. Yes. But we need, more importantly, to test the sick people and the people who qualify for it by their symptoms or by what they tell their doctor. We need to make sure all of those people are tested, and then we need to get those numbers down to zero before we go back out in the world. That's my opinion. That's what I wish people were talking about, the new cases a day, the need to reduce them to as close to zero as possible. Because I think opening up before that is the case, you're just asking for it. You can tell people to social distance all you want. You can tell people— you know, we, you can test people, but there's going to be spread if, it, if you let them go out when the daily count is already spreading at a significant rate, which I submit is anything over zero, then you're going to just spread it more, no matter what you tell people to do when they go out there. And the only way to really prevent it from spreading more is to test every freaking day. Well, that's impossible. That's impossible. And that's I won't have that. No one wants that. That's ridiculous. So test every single person every single day that you send them out there. But if you get the spread number down to zero or close to zero, then you can send them out there, maybe test them once a week because then the number was so low to begin with and the spread was so low to begin with that if it kicks up a little bit from sending people out there, you can shut it down every week, shut it down every week, you know, catch the people who have it, isolate them, trace their contacts, et cetera, every week. You know, I think that can be manageable as long as before you sent them out there, the daily case number was as close to zero as possible and preferably was zero. Then I think you can manage it very well with weekly testing and social distancing. I think it could be manageable and we could stop this thing before we get a vaccine. We could stop it from kicking back in again. So those are my thoughts. They're just my thoughts I might be wrong in the sense that I might, some epidemiologist or someone might say, we will never get it down to zero. We will never get it down in most counties to below 10 new cases a day. I don't know. Show me some numbers. Show me some, show me some test results. Show me some past histories that indicate that I'm being unrealistic. But until you do, and until you even talk about that matter, they're not talking about it. They're talking about testing, but they're not talking about daily positive test counts. That's what I care about. I want them to be zero. Look, if you're not testing enough and you can't get your number down to zero, well, then I think the more you test, you're just going to even be worse at getting your number down to zero. Why are we so worried about the testing when we should be worried about getting the number down to zero first? Okay, Here's, here's, here's the real logical way to do it. Get the number down to zero. Then talk about testing more. Because then the number will go back up. See, when you get it down to zero, then you test more. It'll go back. If you start testing people that aren't sick, the number might go back up. But at least worry about the people who are sick right now. At least worry about getting the new cases spread of people that deserve a test because the doctor says, yes, they should get a test because they have symptoms or they have situations where they likely might have it. So they should get a test. Get all those people tested and get the number of people who come back positive from that test close to zero or at zero. And then we're talking, man. Then we can talk about all this daily testing shit and going back out in the world. Then we can talk. Can't we work on that first? Why aren't we focusing on that? That's all. I've said enough. I love you. yabba da boopa.